that's an amazing story. Thank you. I will tell it to others so you won't be forgotten, I told the man who lived for 391 years, as he didn't fear death but looked it straight in the eye. But he looked at me while keeping an eye on the corner where death was hiding, and he said, but it isn't over yet. To survive, I had to beg and steal, and sometimes in cold, hard winters I would starve. But as I kept my eye out for death, when it came I was ready, and I never let it come close. And I kept doing that until it was spring, and when I found food and lived, Slowly word got round where I was, and when I was thirty or so, there was a hunter who found me. And knowing I had stolen and being an outlaw with no rights, he shot me. The hunter was an expert shot, and the bullet cleanly pierced my heart. It hurt a lot, but knowing death, and knowing what a coward it was, I stared it down. The hunter couldn't believe I was still alive and shot me again, this time right through my head and it hurt like hell. But I wiped away the blood that trickled into my eyes and lived staring down death. As the hunter fled, scared how I could still be alive, I kept my eye on death while I took my knife and dug the bullets out of my heart and out of my head. I bandaged myself, staring death, never even blinking. And I kept an eye on death as I went to the closest town where people had heard the hunter's story and instead of telling me I had to go away and that I couldn't steal, they called me a monster and they ran away from me, leaving their food behind. And so I ate, staring at death. It took months for the wounds to heal, but in the end, death went away again. And by then the king of Germany, a fat man called Habsburg had heard I had lift a bullet to the heart and a bullet to the head and he sent for me, as he wanted to see if what he had heard was true. And so I went. And when I bowed for the king, who was a fat man sitting on a big throne lined with green plush, he told everybody else to leave, so it was just him and me, and he asked me, what do you see when you look at me? And I saw that his skin was ashen and pale and dotted, moving too little and eating too much, and then 
in the corner. I saw death lurking, waiting for a moment it could take him, and I said, Death is waiting for you. The king was very insulted by my words and had me locked away in a dungeon, but that very night he choked on a piece of chicken and would have died if it had not been for a guard who against all rules of the court had hit the king on his back and dislodged the chicken chunk. And the king was grateful, giving the guard much gold for his service. But he also had me taken from the dungeon. And when we were alone again, he asked me, How did you know? And I told him my story about how I, when I was a young boy, I should have died, falling to my death, but didn't as I had stared death in the eye. The king didn't believe me, and who would, really, but still he wondered how I had known. And so he asked me, is death here now? And I looked, and I didn't see it. And so I said, no, I think you're safe. And so the king, fearing his death, kept me around, always near him, and it was my task to warn him if death ever came round again. And when it did, and it did quite often, as the king was in all honesty quite the stupid man, the king hid in his room, in his bed, and I sat at the foot of the bed, and I stared death down for him, until it went away. Nobody believed me. Everybody thought the king was some superstitious fool, but I didn't care. I had food and a bed, and I was no longer hunted. The king lived to be a hundred and ten, and by then death was around all the time. And as it got bored waiting for the king to die, it started picking off other people in the castle whenever they were careless. And the king, the king didn't care. As long as he was alive, the monarchy would live on, and the servants, he thought, well, they are just replaceable. And knowing he couldn't die, as long as he had me around, the king became mean. When he was bored, he would have all the servants gather in the courtyards, all of them holding hands, and let a poisonous snake loose. And the first one who would let go of another would be shot by the guards. From the parapets. And while all the servants holding hands tried to get away from the snake, this game would go on and on until somebody got bitten and somebody died. At first it was just once, and I looked away when the servant died 
and death came for him. But the next week the king ordered the game again, and this time two servants died, and then three, and then four, and I couldn't take it anymore. So when death came, knowing the game by now, I kept my gaze at the courtyard, the king being the only one standing behind me, and death took its chance and killed the king. The servants were happy while I waited for death to leave, to leave those who were bitten alone. And the guards were glad they didn't have to shoot any more servants, and I, I was happy enough knowing that I've done the right thing. But at the same time, I was miserable, as I knew the good life had ended. And so in the dead of night, I left the castle and went back to my cabin.